0: Marcus, yes. do you
1: like movies? Yes, I do. There's a little hesitance in your voice. This hasn't been the best year for movies, but the small handful that are great have been really great. But it's well, just been a weird year.
0: Well, this is Zebras in America, movie podcast. We're back. I don't know how often we're going to record, but we're back. Mm-hmm. And... You know what are you supposed to do? You know, we took a week off in February and it became ten months but what <laughs> nine are you, months w- you know it was a
1: it was I'm just trying tight I'm just trying to narrow the, the the I'm trying not to make it seem like that long, so I'm being accurate
0: you ever anyone ever told you that your pathological need to be accurate uh can be challenging sometimes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> my ex. Huh? I just tugged up my collar like I was driving a danger field. Well,
0: this Sorry. is Zebras in America. I don't know what episode number this is because I, I don't remember our releasing order. But <laughs> we're back like cooked crack. oh so, yeah. So, yeah, let's do it. What are your favorite movies of
1: 2022? Man, well you want like all of i guess you know it's honestly a small list i'm i'm, I'm you know i'm going to keep it real um i've seen 18 new movies this year see and i've seen a bunch wow wow i've seen a bunch that's a but, that's a record low yeah yeah i've seen way more than 18 but i feel like the eternal daughter the banshees of Inna Sharon and Crimes of the future and brainwashed are like the 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 the, the, the top 4 in no real order and then after that, you know, I, I it got mixed reviews. I don't know why, but stuff like Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, I thought was very fun. Um, I enjoyed uh, Nope. That was another fun movie. Um, Tar was 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 interesting, interesting in a good way. I thought Earwig was good. You know, um, that's kind of like the top of the pile. You know,
0: is is um. Is Tar basically
1: reverse Whiplash? Eh, I mean, it's in the same vein. If someone were to be like, "I'm programming a film uh, series and I'm putting those two movies like back to back," it would make all the sense in the world. But there's, it's a little different. But on a surface level, sure, why not? Abusive in in slightly different ways, but abusive. Conductors who, you know, use their power for bad.
0: I, I didn't see that movie. I have to tell you, I'm looking at my list for movies I saw this year. And mm-hmm. I, aside from brainwashed, I wouldn't say that I really liked any of them. Wow. I thought Chippendale Rescue Rangers was cute. But I'd okay. hardly... I'd hardly say that I liked it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean it was I did I did like Did you did you enjoy um Chippendale Rescue Rangers?
1: I didn't see it. I didn't know there was a movie.
0: It was like a cross between Roger Rabbit, Birdman, The Wrestler and JCVD.
1: However, oh, shit. What? However
0: that that sounds really awesome. Mm-hmm.
1: No don't, you better not say nothing else because now I'm gonna see it it's too late. you can't dial it back okay well let me know what you think I I, I certainly will with that kind of a Enjoy again it. Jesus
0: you won't let me finish my sentence, but you know it it was fine mm-hmm. but I am correct about the comparison. I didn't really I thought Doctor Strange was meh and the other was elmatic. That's a one in every four album year <laughs> average.
1: See and I can't say what you said is crazy. Oh wow, oh wow, throwback. Um but yeah, what you just said seemed to be the the general consensus. That's what everybody's saying. Um I mean, I saw I don't know, there man.
0: Well, superhero yeah. movies are now a lot of there's a lot of superhero movies and Mm -hmm. this year i saw doctor strange the batman thor samaritan and black panther wakanda forever Mm -hmm. and all of them were fine sure i think wakanda forever was slightly better than fine and Mm -hmm. thor 3 was slightly worse than fine I don't remember anything about Thor three. I couldn't tell you anything. I mean, Thor four. Excuse me. Thor three was fantastic. Yeah. Thor four. It, I couldn't. I don't
1: really remember anything. It was a two plus hour meme. It was a movie made for corny Twitter people. That's literally what what that movie was.
0: Right. I think most
1: movies are
0: so many movies these days. Just feel like they're made by an algorithm, it, and very not made. True. I'm not made by a soul and. Mm-hmm. Here's here's what I think. I think we're just at we're at an impasse where independent cinema is having a little bit of trouble and mainstream yeah. mainstream cinema is very repetitive for the most part though I'm I'm told, you know, if you listen to our Side Quest podcast Cinema Eschaton with John Arminio, he pointed out in an episode we just recorded that this year was huge for horror films. That horror films did very well in the theaters this year, like *Barbarian* and *Smile*. And
1: oh, wow. I saw I saw both of those. Yeah, right. I forgot and, about until you said it. I forgot it. I watched both of those,
0: and both of those made a lot of movie and a lot of money in the movie theaters. Yeah. And that was those that was rare. I think it. I think in the 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 horror genre. They're willing to make non-tentpole pictures. Because if you look at something like Halloween 4, just because it's a tentpole doesn't mean it's going to be any good.
1: You mean Halloween 3?
0: Oh, yeah. Halloween 3,
1: the second time. You know what? I watched that too. Damn. So, there's, I said I watched a bunch of movies, and the last three movies you just named weren't even on my radar, and I watched those too. So.
0: Damn. What about, yeah, there's also like X...
1: X um, X is one of the movies I watched, and that's kind of all I have to say about that. I watched it. I like Mia Goth; I think she's a really good actress. But other than that, it's like yeah, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, with a few other nods as well. It's is what it is.
0: I will say, speaking of tentpole pictures, Prey
1: was satisfying. Uh, that I didn't watch. Okay, it's on Peacock. I think I, I have no reason to not watch it. Maybe no. I think it's on when Hulu. Downtime. Oh, one of those. I guess whenever I have downtime, I could just check it out. Wouldn't hurt. Also, it's
0: it's not very long, and it's it's like it's fun. Okay. And Easter egg spoiler, which I'm sure you can handle. It sort of references Predator Two, which I think is always awesome. Oh, does it?
1: Oh, cool.
0: Granted, you know, it gives away
1: a little bit, but I, yeah, I just I didn't give any. I'm I'm confused. Oh, makes me wonder. I, I can't. Oh, good. Did, well, have
0: you seen the Disney film Turning Red, the Pixar movie? No. That was really good.
1: Hmm.
0: I mean, Disney their movies at least feel like I'm not watching a meme where that where the Marvel, I mean Marvel is technically Disney, right? That's what but, I was about
1: to say, but you 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 separated the two. I I I know what you mean
0: it still feels like Pixar and Disney are trying and National Geographic are trying to make things that are interesting. And Mm
1: -hmm.
0: I just feel that the Marvel movies are sort of too big to fail. And they, there's so much money behind it that aside from the Eternals, which was again, fine. Mm. These movies are all three hours long. Yeah. And I couldn't tell you the bad guy in, like, most of these movies. And I don't remember anything about the television shows. Except for Miss Marvel, which had no no right being as good as
1: it was. Sure. Not even Hawkeye? I thought Hawkeye was done well. It was fine. I just don't remember anything of it. I, I will say, I'm glad you said what you just said, though. Because to your point, and Hawkeye even does this to a certain degree... I think a big problem, the last half, not even the last phase, the last half of Marvel movies, the villain is kind of like, ends up either not really being the villain by the end of the movie, or it's a villain who like, well, they kind of have a point. Are they really the villain? Which is cool, but now it's, we're, I'm, I'm at a point personally where I'm like, well, let's let's shake it up a little bit. Can we get someone diabolical? Like, I think that's what made the first wave So interesting because it's like Jeff Bridges in the first Iron Man. He was just a money-hungry, like, piece of shit. Red Skull, he's just the ultimate Nazi, a bigger piece of shit. You had uh, the Hulk movie, which everyone forgot, the Ed Norton Hulk, but still, you know, Blonsky, I think that was his last name, Tim Roth, he was just a Napoleon complex guy who was just evil. You know what I mean? So it's like, I kind of miss villains like that. We're getting less of that and more like they're the villain but here's a flashback scene of their family being murdered and it's kind of like well now I I guess I get why they're upset but now I don't really think of them as a a hardcore villain So, I I
0: think with the next phase which will which is called the Kang phase or something like that oh yeah I'm looking forward I think Kang is going to be a fleshed out villain I mean Kang is a pretty big villain in the comics I'd be surprised if he wasn't you know, I think he's just going to be a villain. And. Okay. Yeah, Wakanda Forever, Namor,
1: you were sort of like, y'all are cool. No, for real. Or, it, or it, I, I mean, I have a lot of. Look, I enjoyed Wakanda Forever. I'm glad I could see it in the theater, but there's some serious complexities. Just to. It's like, I get it. Wakandans are the good guys, but it's like, Okay the people killed your king and you let the people that killed your king live. Now it's like, hey, they killed your queen slash your mother and we're going to work together with you Also, It just gets to a certain point where it's like, can you be a little tough on on someone? I don't know. Yeah, well,
0: I guess, I don't know, you know, because good guys don't kill people or something. Yeah. But... Yeah, Turning Red is really good. It's like a coming-of-age movie that I really enjoyed. But I'm looking at my list, and I'm just like... I mean, you didn't see Clerks 3,
1: right? I, I haven't. I haven't.
0: It was also a movie that was fine. I think that... Kevin Smith should let other people handle his material. He's huh, he's
1: Interesting. He's, he's I out haven't of t- seen Clerks three, but I, I agree with what you're saying. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I, it just, he, yeah,
0: he's out of touch. He, the things that made his first movies fun, have just become caricatures. Sure. So, I see that. In Clerks three, there's some really good points, and there's there's a tragic element that really fucked me up. Hmm. But the childishness in between sort of took it away from me which also mm-hmm. which I also thought happened in Jay and Silent Bob reboot I thought mm-hmm. that again there was a cool story but it was like Kevin Smith got in the way of himself
1: interesting interesting what to bring it, it back it, it almost reminds me that was my issue with Thor it's like Thor 4 it's like are we serious is it funny not that you can't mix the two but in such a jarring way it's like you got christian bale oh my family's been killed i'm an evil guy and then you cut to colorful thor just reciting you know unfunny memes from 2013 it's just kind of like what what's the what's the tone you don't have to be a hard line but i'm still just kind of like what what are we doing just give me more cork Sure, you can never go wrong with. Uh, I just want cork, cork. And, <laughs> and I think you know. As as we talk, I'm realizing just how right you are about Marvel movies not failing. Because as much as this is the what I'm about to say, these are the views of Marcus, not Scott. I thought Eternals was a bad movie. I thought Thor 4 was an even worse movie. Uh, I can't even remember Moon Knight. Uh, I can't remember She Hulk, even though I watched it all. But that's the point. I'm still in. Like when you mentioned Kang, it's like oh, I can't wait. It's like no matter how bad this last phase is I'm still looking forward to what they're going to do next, which is such a weird kind of trance that they have us all in. Um,
0: Yeah. I'm getting, I'm getting close to signing off. I'm just like, wow. Oh, I, I, I think I got through one episode of she Hulk.
1: And I was like, this doesn't get any better.
0: Well, the special effects were just really lackluster. Sure. And I was just like, this is fine. This is I just was like, I'm not that I'm just not excited, even with I think Daredevil is back in that show. And I'm I'm just sort of like, he okay.
1: yes, is. Is. that's funny that you say, because, you know, when the last Spider-Man movie came out, it was like everyone was crying in the theater and movies are back. But it was like I kept my opinions about that movie to myself because I want to be a killjoy. But that movie was like eh, at best. You, you know what I mean? I realize I'm in the minority saying that, I think, but man, it was was all right. And that's being nice, I think. You know? What do you mean? The the, Spider Man, the, the multiverse Spider Man movie with all the villains and all the different Spider Men from all. Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield. The way that people hyped that movie up, and when I finally saw it, I was like, this is the movie you guys are crying over and being emotional over like it's barely it's like it's okay I guess you know well
0: also it's sort of just like y'all made that movie like a year ago in enter the spider verse that too that you it, already yeah. you already made a really very good movie about yeah. multiple spider-mans sure and the our obsession with multiverses right now Is just, I don't know. Is it just like in twenty twenty two? In I get like quote unquote post pandemic. Are we just so in need of alternative universes because we want to pretend like the past two years weren't really terrible for most (laughs) people? And I'm not (laughs) saying that. Be part of it. What's that?
1: I said that could be part of it.
0: And obviously, I'm not saying like for many people in different parts of the world, the the world was pretty whack before 2020. But sure. for the pandemic changed the way the world exists for everybody. And it was it was yeah, it fucked me up. And so I think that's my theory as to why people want multiverse stories so badly. Because yeah. they want to think that something, something special, that they're special, and they didn't spend the past two years, you know, wasting away. Yeah. <laughs> um. But you, I did. I didn't even. Did you see
1: everything everywhere all at once? Yes. And again, I'm. I, I'm. It's. I'm glad that movie exists. But that's similar to that Spider Man where it's just like, I don't know, like, oh, all right. That's another thing. It's although I'm I'm now broadcasting it on this podcast, but that's another one. Like I'll just I'll keep my opinions about that movie to myself. I don't want to ruin everyone's fun. Even though it's not like I think it's bad, I just want that to be clear. But the way people love it, I I I certainly don't.
0: Well, I think a lot of people that love it. Might not be watching a lot of fantasy or sci-fi or weird movies.
1: You know, it's weird. Also, sure, sure. Weird yeah. movies.
0: Weird movies are our bread and butter. We watch a lot of weird movies. I remember when people a few years ago were trying to make "Sorry to Bother You" a cult film before it even came out.
1: <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah, they and were. They, they were.
0: And don't get me wrong, I I enjoyed Sorry to Bother You, the the Boots Riley movie, because yeah. I'm a leftist and I like movies about unions. But you know, people aren't talking about it still. It's not you know you can't make a cult movie become a cult movie before it comes no. out. Yeah, sure. these things these things happen naturally. They're it's not astroturf, yeah. which is a false false roots, and. I thought it, I think just people had not seen movies like Sorry to bother you, so they were just like blown away by it. But there's lots of weird movies. Just people aren't searching for them.
1: And you know you're right. And I also think I don't know what the term is. It's also it's a little disappointing because unlike the '90s or forget the '90s, even like 2000 2001 too. There's really no excuse to not just dig barely a little to find there's like weird is in it's like there's there's sectors of tiktok one of the most popular platforms on the internet where like just some of the weirdest most surreal stuff is on there and it gets millions and millions of views so i think that's my hearing that it's like yeah you're right but it's also frustrating hearing it because it's like so much of the smaller films and indie stuff that you were talking about earlier right now the bread and butter is being online it's 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 a digital release or a Vimeo or Netflix or Hulu or whatever. So it's kind of like you have no choice but to seek stuff out. I also feel in reading reviews or reading blogs or just seeing like tweets about specifically everything everywhere all at once. It's like this was a lot of people outside of maybe something like Crutch Tiger, Hidden Dragon. This was a lot of people's like introduction to Michelle Yao. And it's just like, man, she's got decades of amazing fight choreography and stunt work uh, alongside the likes of you know Jackie Chan and Sammo Hung like she has a whole other career in her you know homeland outside of America you know so it's very I think because this these last two years these last couple of years she blew up in American audiences because you know crazy rich Asians she shows up in Shang-Chi and then everything everywhere all at once so it's kind of like I just hope that people seek out her earlier work from like 30, thirty, over thirty years ago, but I don't know. I no, she's been world. making
0: movie for a long time. Yeah,
1: great, fun, amazing movies. Yeah, she's
0: very talented. Yeah, and I'm glad that I'm glad that she's doing it. Yeah. But I, I actually never ended up seeing everything everywhere all at once because I was supposed to go see it and then my plans got changed.
1: It, it, like I, I guess, think. Can I? Yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. What were you, What were you about to say? No, I was saying just so for, for the listener. I I I was hoping. I so I take it you haven't seen Banshees of Inner Sharon? I have not,
0: but I want to.
1: Okay, good. Okay, because that's a movie that I. We have it here on record, Scott. I guarantee that you're going to like that movie. And not just it's and I and I and I. Will put some type of wager down that you're not even going to be like, "Yeah, it was fine." I think you're going to really, really like it. It's uh, it's very much a Scott. I thought about you a couple of times when I watched the movie. It's just not like a character in the movie, but just oh, Scott would really enjoy this movie. So,
0: is Yorgos Lanthimos working on anything
1: new? He is. He is. Uh. With Willem Dafoe uh, is is in it. I believe Rachel Weitz is in it. Um, there's like a couple of pe- people in It's just like, oh, I'd like to... Oh, that's cool. But to answer your question, yeah, he is. Oh, shit. He's... He's...
0: Um, he's making... He's adapting an Alistair Gray novel, which, which I really love. Poor Things. That's oh, wow. crazy. Oh, damn. That's exciting. You have no idea. Um, Yeah, I don't know what that is. Alistair Gray was this Scottish... He passed away, I think, last year or this year. He passed away very recently. He was a Scottish illustrator and author. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And he didn't write his first book until his middle age. He wrote this book called Lenark, which, which is a really great you know, fantasy novel and then he made novels for the rest of his life as well as drawing murals and illustrating books. Wow. And he has this book called Nineteen Eighty Two Janine that I really love. And Poor Things is a retelling of Frankenstein.
1: Wow. God damn. Yeah, okay. No, it's it's
0: really it's a very good book. I i'm so fucking excited yeah you have, you have no idea
1: oh good well hopefully maybe if the stars align we can see it together be cool the last his uh oh i'm sorry his second to last movie we saw together we did we did not see uh the favorite together but still
0: no we did not but we did see the killing of a sacred deer together and that was my favorite movie of 2017
1: I know that, and that's partially why I want you to see Banshees, because it stars the, the two stars of that movie in a different movie with a different director, but still. Barry Keegan is still... He's just so good at being awkward, and he's, he's, he's awkward in this movie, too. God, you really, you're going to like this movie so much. <laughs> he's so f Although... No, nah, I'm not going to say nothing. But just Please so, don't, please don't, because I'm excited. It's on HBO Max. It's on HBO Max.
0: Oh, I'm going to have to watch.
1: So, yeah, it's just free... You just watch it, boom.
0: I think the only movie that I saw in the theaters that was anything of import or interest was Triangle of Sadness.
1: Saw that too. Um, I just... Personally, that could have been a perfect 80-minute movie, but unfortunately it had to be twice as long and unnecessary stuff that could, it's it's frustrating when it's like i don't know it's almost like if you're a teacher you're grading a student's paper you're like hey sure you work and the right answer is in the work but the final answer is incorrect if that makes any sense like that's what like you see all this chicken scratch trying to answer the question and it's there but what they commit to it's kind of like ah oh, you had it but you just kept going
0: yeah i felt Sasuke and I went to see it in the movie theater knowing nothing about it, just yeah. that people said that it was good. And I like that dude's other movie. What was it called The Square? Yeah,
1: I think. Uh, yes, I think to me, The Square suffered the same type of. I'm just like, saying that was the this... name. That was yeah, the yeah, name. The Square. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I was just like, oh, I do. Obviously, I like movies that criticize capitalism. Sure. But I don't blindly like movies just because they criti- criticize capitalism. Right. Like like you, I thought that the movie would have benefited from some editing. Yeah. I think. You know, you and I spoke. Am I? Do you mind if I say what you told me? Oh, please! No, please. Was that if, if they had cut out the third act of the movie? Yeah, it would have been a better movie. And I don't know if that's true, but I definitely felt that the third act of the movie was gratuitous. And but I've spoken to a lot of people that are like, no, the third act makes the story. So we could be wrong. What do we know
1: for spoilers? Oh, yeah, spoilers. I I, I said
0: spoilers. If I say spoilers, No, I then... wasn't
1: I wasn't making that noise at the spoiler. I, I no, the movie's been out long enough. I was making noises at oh no, you needed that extra third because to me the whole criticism of like and I'm I'm simplifying it Soup. it's not even just rich. It's like super rich people bad. Fine. I'm not against that. But then the movie goes on for too long. Like I said, it's like you had it and now you missed the point is that they ended up kind of making the poor person the bad guy by the end also. And it's kind of like, no, no, you no. Right. But Which is I also think... frustrating because the theater cheered for her a lot. In the, and it's kind of like, no, guys. That's, right. No. Uh,
0: but you stopped me from giving context.
1: Right, right, right. Sorry, go ahead. Because
0: you're now talking about something that, that maybe be confusing without a little sure. context. Sure, sure. The movie is about these two, like, influencer models. They they argue, and then they go on this trip for really rich people. Like, really rich people. Like, yeah. super rich people. Oligarchs. Oligarchs. And influencers. And then after, like, most people get sick on the ship, some pirates try to take, like shoot a bazooka at it. And me and Marcus were like, oh shit, if it ended right there, it might have been dope. But then then some of the characters escape and, you know, one of the staff ends up being like the person that saves everyone's ass because she knows how to cook, she knows how to hunt, she knows how to create fire and all these rich people don't know how to do any of the shit. Right. And then... And then she sort of becomes vilified in the end. And that yeah. was whack to me. Yeah. But maybe that's part of the story. I don't know.
1: I mean, it is very human. I think that, like, that's another simplified thing too that I think perhaps the audience that I saw it with didn't want to admit or some people. It's just like, hey, look, you could be someone that works for someone. You could be a servant. I'm using air quotes because I don't want that to sound like a, a negative thing. You could be poor and still be be a bad person, but I think sometimes the whole, like, rich people bad can be so oversimplified that it just lets those who don't fall into that category, they're free of any criticism, and can do whatever they want, and even though I don't, let me just say, I hope that's not what the director's trying to do, the audience just, like, loved her so much, and it's kind of like, uh, you sure about that, guys? So...
0: Yeah, I was just like, this was cool, but it was long, and. Yeah, it was. There was. It was intense. Yeah. I definitely had a couple laughs where Sasuke looked at me like, why are you laughing right now?
1: Oh, so that's the thing. So, (laughs) that's the thing about. In terms of humor, I definitely think this is a guy that gets my humor. I think. Yeah, as you say that, it's like it's not even about me right now. I could totally see Scott laughing at a quiet part, cause I think that guy does get awkward humor. He does, or just kind of semi surreal or just random humor. I I I think that he gets it. I just think if we could just hit that edit button a couple more times, I think he would really be like a, a, a he would be a force a force majeure to reckon with. That was a joke, cause. He also directed that movie to force majeure but um yeah makes sense like the guy I I feel like, Scott I feel like you laughed at the opening scene of that movie like the guy who's interviewing the models and just his like how, just how he was am i am i correct in that maybe <laughs> okay fair yeah say say no more
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm really trying to, like, talk about new movies I liked, but they're, I don't really like any of them. I'm telling and, you. And yeah. the one movie that we both like, Brainwashed, we just have an episode that, that came out where we're talking about it. So
1: Sure. And that's a recent movie we saw, too. So I, I, it's almost like, had we not seen Brainwashed, things may be even a little more bleak. But I think... If you could get it in, if you could manage to watch not just Banshees of Inner Sharon, but uh, Joanna Hogg's latest film, too, I think just those two movies alone would, would would turn you around.
0: Right, but you understand that The Eternal Daughter is not playing anywhere except for Lincoln Center right now?
1: <sighs> that sucks.
0: It it had such a limited release. Yeah,
1: that's unfortunate.
0: It's So, if you... I mean, The Souvenir 2 played at my local theater, so... Right. It's not like my local theater is against playing Joanna Hogg movies quite the opposite but the last time I checked it, there's no plans for it to play in Baltimore.
1: And yeah, but you know, you know what I that would, means though. I I feel like at the top of next year it probably will get releases cuz this movie in terms of press it's it's gotten more attention than her last two films and, and Scorsese who did who was involved with the with her last two movies he's even more out in the open with this like he's been going around doing Q&As with Joanna Hogg so i feel like just his little extra endorsement outside of the fact that he is an executive producer of of this movie as well i think that'll get some more eyes on it cuz that happens with smaller art house films it does the like prestige theater screening and then january february is when it comes out so have hope i mean I it's think.
0: technically in theaters so i don't think i don't think it's getting a mass release well, that's frustrating. Oh, it came out December too. Like it's playing mm. in, it's playing, but it's playing super limited, and I don't know why. I, but I'll probably just rent it because you can rent it for like twenty bucks. It's so, worth the
1: twenty dollars, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, I just would rather spend twenty dollars and go to the theater. Fair enough. You know, in in Baltimore tickets for the movies are like 10 bucks oof wow that's awesome like 10-12 bucks how much are they in New York right now?
1: 16-17 dollars
0: It's a lot of money
1: it is and that's another thing too it's like the more the prices go up it's like man this shit better be good
0: oh I don't care I pay for the escapism but I like it better when it's like 10 bucks fair enough there
1: was Oh, one, I'm sorry, go ahead.
0: There was that one summer where I had movie pass, and I yeah. w- I went to a movie almost every
1: day. It yes. was awesome. Those days are I sometimes miss those days. going
0: to the movies every day.
1: Yeah, especially when stuff was good on a more consistent basis, I'll, I'll say.
0: What were you about to say?
1: Have you seen Crimes of the Future? I have not. Well, that's on Hulu. Uh, so, check that out. Because that, that's in my top three, top four movies of, of, of the year.
0: Yeah, I want to see it. I just haven't. Yeah. Crimes of the Future, in and Eternal Daughter, you're saying? Yes. Wait, so that means you didn't like the new Claire Denis?
1: Shh. Uh, plural, the new Claire Denise. She, re- she had the audacity to release two movies this year and they were both not good. One was way worse than the other, but still. I mean, my goodness. That's how you know I'm a fan cuz I'm 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 keeping it real. I'm not going to lie.
0: Did Stars at Noon have a have a
1: release here? Yeah, it did. Yep. Oh, wow. And then that that's also on Hulu now, just so you know. So you
0: don't you don't seem to be a fan.
1: Hell no, at least, so, <laughs> both sides of the blade, or it used to be called Fire, which is also never a good sign when the title of the movie changes midway into it being out, Um, that was at least like, this is not good, but at least it's like kind of weird, she was just being like weird, where Stars at Noon is like, what? what are we doing, I don't even know, like, what is the point of this movie, and I get it, I do know the plot, kind of. But when it's all said and done it's like this is just it's just not good. Um I think the lead actress well first of all the 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 Claire Denis adaptation of the story is a bit too loose and a bit too jazzy for what the subject matter is and then yeah I just think um Margaret Qualley is not the right role. She does this whole um for anyone who knows Margaret Qualley she's in some good stuff but she is kind of right now she's the quintessential queen of just like manic pixie dream girl like turned up to 10 like that's just her thing and it certainly is that in this aren't
0: aren't manic pixie dream girls intrinsically turned up to 10
1: yes so that's saying a lot because she's because her 10 is turned up to 10 and it's just so uncalled for like there's these weird look I like when actors and actresses have little weird mannerisms that are kind of like, why are you doing this right now? Whereas, like, I think Katherine Keener is a perfect example of an actress who's a little off sometimes, and I mean that in the best, nicest way possible. She's She has this kind of original delivery. Whereas Margaret Quayley in Stars at Noon, she'll just randomly yell, and then she'll just start skipping down the street, even though she's in the middle of, like, a Nicaraguan revolution, and it's kinda, it's like almost... Like, sometimes that movie, it's like the epitome of like, there's the armed guards at a protest, and then like the girl comes and puts the flower in the barrel of the gun. It's like, no, everything's going to be okay. And it's like, no, it, it actually isn't. This is just dumb. What you did is stupid. Like, that's how, I, that, like, that's what I think when I think about that movie. So,
0: so what are you excited for?
1: Uh, I'm excited for the new uh, Yorgos Lanthimo, uh film. Did you see The Whale? I am excited about the wet. No, I'm excited about it Even though across the board And you know I'm going to make up my own mind But every single person who has seen it It's Brendan Fraser's great But the movie is not good And I'm talking every From so many of our past guests From Rob Cotto To Funderburg To Cribs Like they all say the same thing And it's kind of like Huh, interesting
0: Well maybe we'll do
1: an episode about it I think that would be I think we're just the guys to do that
0: I miss talking to you about movies
1: Yeah I know I miss talking to you about movies too It's weird because we talk I think almost every day In some form But in terms of podcast Talk Yeah we don't do that anymore So we'll We'll rectify that We are yeah, doing it right now
0: We're doing it right now yeah. We gotta give people the What they want Do you have anything yeah. else You'd like to, to Talk about today?
1: Um Just real quick Hey you know I The, the podcast Slacked But you know We're back um, I'm entering my thirteenth year of Pinland Empire, and I'm already written up through March of 2023. So, if you're listening, check it out. I, I I'm still very active there and 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 doing stuff. So, you know, Scott and I, we have lives, we got stuff going on, but you know, we still love the podcast. We still love movies. Yeah. And yeah, we love you.
2: But better, what for, worse about the the better for worse is the best joint on the album. Better or worse but to me, on the DL, the joint with money jerking yeah, off is all right. fat. Hey, yo, look at Shorty over there. Hold on, look let me shorty. make his left yeah, turn. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, chill, go go go. Go. chill. How you're going to go after some girl and you drive and keep B-I your eyes on the Oh, you need, you need to get a license before you to criticize a bar drive, girl, man. Man, about my driving, man. Oh, no! They still be walking behind commercials on the radio, kid? Yeah, I hear them every day. I ain't heard a V.I.M. commercial in, like, two years, y'all. Well, brought back mad memories when I used to be running up in there buying so? I met my baby mom's in V.I.M., kid. Son of you bitch. that's my world. Back in the days, I think it was, like, 85, 86. I don't remember. I was up in there. Yeah, you got me tripping, God. And you see how cute she is, so you can't be trying to get on that. Yeah, let me tell you how the whole story went down, kid. Peek this, yo. Them. Couldn't spin, loot on guessing Tim's. We got fresh for less at VIM. Shell top Adidas, Ativa, Kangos, and Lee Jeans. No in between, so you either had them or was whack, know what I mean? And VIM was the spot to get them. One day my homie hit the Avenue shopping, and I bounced up there with him. The Ave was full of fly girls, but I wasn't on a hunt. All I wanted was my Pumas and a go front. Stunts was running back and forth in Bim's. For someone to help, but I was like, No thanks, skeezer. I'll get my stuff myself. I was in a sneaker section, beeping out a pair of knives. When a sweet, pretty voice asked, What size would you like? I looked up and yelled, I met these lovely brown eyes, attached to an in face and body that can make your nature rise. Chalked honey for a bit, then said a size six miss. She smiled and walked away, Yo, kid, I got to get this. He burst out and started laughing Thought about it, then realized, yo, it was kind of funny As I laughed and put my shoe on, she act. that's all you want money? I was tempted to say, um, can I have your number two? But I didn't want to play myself, cause yo, that's not too cool Could you show me a pair of leads, the mass D's, size 29 And um, would you mind going with me to Mickey D's? Now where did that come from? Damn, I went out like I heard But when she said yes to both questions, I was like, oh, What? She paid for my stuff, plus got me a discount. Went to lunch and after that, saw each other mad amount. It's 94, but B.I.M.'s is my store for life. Not only did they help me get dipped, they helped me get a wife.